The Spy Who Almost Replaced Me Copyright Saranya Murthy 2019 We were all just having dinner, the five of us. Makes a change. Stevie, however, appeared to have something on her mind. She was preoccupied and distracted throughout the salad course. Her replies to everything verged on the monosyllabic and she kept staring off into space. When the pot roast started, she appeared to have made a decision. Dad, I want to be completely above board and open and honest with you, she announced. Dad looked up, perplexed. Well, that's a good thing to know, he replied. Stevie took a deep breath. Alexander and I have started seeing each other, she announced. Allie and I exchanged knowing glances. We knew she'd been seeing someone new. She'd been acting so goofy, staring into her phone all the time. I mean, more so than usual. Well, that's great. Dad sounded utterly confused as to what his response should be. Does he work at the White House? Stevie hesitated. In a manner of speaking, she admitted. I mean, I guess you could say we're all kind of working for the White House. I was under the impression they're working for us, I interjected. Wait. Dad flung down his napkin and straightened up. A steely gleam entered his eyes. Stevie looked nervous and chewed her lower lip. Alexander, as in Mironov? As in the guy who works for me? As in the guy you met just a couple of weeks ago? That's the one, Stevie admitted faintly. Damn it, Stevie! Dad slammed his fist into the table, causing us all to jump. I found myself glad of Mom's presence. Three thousand men in the nation's capital and you have to date the one who works for me? The one who... Mom must have nudged Dad because he abruptly broke off and seethed. Stevie was staring at him in disbelief. There was a stunned look in her eyes and I think they were sparkling. When she spoke, her voice sounded like it was breaking. Why are you acting like such a psycho? She demanded. All I did was tell you the truth. Now she was the one who abruptly broke off. Mom and Allie abandoned their dinners to hug her, glaring daggers at Dad as they did so. Dad looked chagrined. He caught my eye, and I gave him a look that said not to expect any help from me. He got the message. He cleared his throat, reached out, and patted Stevie's hand. Listen, sweetheart, I'm sorry I overreacted, he said. Stevie wiped her eyes with her other hand, and this appeared to make Dad feel worse. It's just... Alexander is involved in some extremely dangerous work. Is there anyone in Washington who isn't? I thought, but did not say. The idea that he might have even inadvertently placed you in harm's way, Dad fretted. Oh my God, Dad! Stevie flung down her napkin impatiently. The man's allowed to have friends. I mean, there's nothing in the employee handbook that says he has to join a monastery and cloister himself. He read the employee handbook? Dad sounded odd. Big deal. I read the student handbook when no one else did. I aced the test on it. But you don't catch him talking about that. Well, uh... Dad caught Mom's eye and attempted to collect himself. It's just... You kind of took me by surprise, sweetheart. He looked self-conscious. Allie still had her arm around Stevie and was frowning at him. Come, let's all sit down and talk this over calmly, Mom said. Tell us about him, sweetie. When did the two of you start seeing each other? She took a bite of salad. Her matter-of-fact tone had the effect of soothing us all. Stevie's shoulders deflated and she began filling us in. He came over last year, she said. That was the first time I met him. Jareth and I were going to the theater. He... 
Alexander, her eyes grew dreamy. He just came across as so nice and normal and down to earth. Not all stiff and starchy and unreadable like Jareth. I couldn't stop thinking about him all through the performance. I mean, it was vastly preferable to hearing Jareth go on and on about the London Symphony Orchestra. I really hated it when he resembled a parrot. Ali giggled. So anyway, Stevie continued, things went south with Jareth, as you all know. She looked around at us and we nodded. I, uh, I'd met Alexander, run into him at the convenience store on a late night grocery run. He was just super fun, nice and casual. I was still engaged at the time and I found myself thinking, how come it's easier for me to connect with a total stranger than my own fiancé? She shook her head. I mean, we couldn't even paint his living room without getting into a yelling match. Well, to be fair, painting is an emotionally charged activity, Mom observed while exchanging a glance with Dad. You're telling me. That's why I didn't want to do it with them. They act like a bunch of teenagers and it's just totally embarrassing. Well, anyway, Stevie trucked a strand of hair behind her ear. When Jareth and I finally ended things, I was free. And she glanced defiantly at Dad. I wanted to see how it felt. How did you even get in touch with him? Dad was staring at the table. It was just another chance meeting at the grocery store, Stevie explained. He saw that I was sad. I told him why. He consoled me about it. We got to talking. We met for drinks. Dad began to look mad. He didn't take advantage of me or anything, Stevie continued. In fact, he was the one who kept saying he didn't feel right about going behind Dr. McCord's back. Well, I suppose that's a point in his favor, Mom admitted. Dad was not prepared to be so generous. We went out on a couple of dates to see if there was something there. Stevie glanced at me at this juncture and we exchanged rueful smiles. And when we found out there was, Stevie folded her fingers together and stared down at them. She looked up again. Well, I knew I had to tell you, she concluded. Dad clenched the tablecloth. So he couldn't even be bothered to do it himself, he demanded, and his tone plainly said, what kind of a sorry excuse for a man hides behind his woman? No, Dad, it wasn't like that, Stevie protested. He wanted the two of us to tell you, but I convinced him it would sound better coming from me in a family setting. Her voice trailed off as she saw the look in Dad's eye. Dad rose from the table. Will you excuse me a moment, he said in his soft, low, dangerous voice. It wasn't exactly a request. He had crossed the floor to his office in five brisk strides. The door closed and I heard him punching digits into the hapless telephone. He wasn't calling me, but I still felt unaccountably nervous. I wasn't the only one. Please don't pick up, Stevie murmured, crossing her fingers, but her prayers went unanswered. Within a few seconds, Dad's yelling filled the living room. We all stared at each other. Stevie covered her face with her hands. Mom gave it five seconds before she cut in to prevent a heart attack. The yelling subsided, everyone's heart rates returned to normal, and the upshot is, Alexander is coming over for dinner tomorrow in his official capacity as Stevie's boyfriend.